0: Alright, I'm going to start with uh, past life transgressions. This is an initiate level class and uh, when we uh, initiate then we go into ADAPT and ADAPT has higher level classes than this. Okay, this document will provide an overview of past lives under the context of the Universal Laws. This series mainly discusses the laws of karma and reincarnation and the need for right relationship in order for us to move our lives forward in the cycle of evolution. When our past lives enter spontaneously into our consciousness, okay, Uh, sometimes we get these random thoughts, right, Uh, and they're not really random, okay, they come from our Akashic Record or our Soul Blueprint or from other energetic beings that are trying to work through us to help us evolve. Okay, they will do so under the Universal Laws. Okay, and the more important thing is to know that everything we do in this incarnation cycle is setting the template for our next incarnation cycle. Okay, that's kind of a scary thought. Okay, uh, what you do now affects the next life okay there's that future thing all right one way to think about reincarnation is to reflect on the process of going to sleep at night and waking up the next morning just as we wake in the morning from sleep as the same person that we were the night before think of death and reincarnation in the same similar way we die and wake up in the next incarnation cycle as the same being Okay, in other words, uh, we may not look the same. We may may not be the same gender, whatever. But we are still the same being. Okay. One difference with reincarnation is that one can wake up in a new incarnation cycle in a different country and in a different family with a different ethnicity and religion than before. We can also wake up in a different gender and race. Reincarnation demonstrates that souls plan incarnation cycles, including the families that they are born born into Uh, as such change of nationality, religion, race, gender, or ethnic affiliation is a conscious decision made to enhance the experience and growth of the soul. Overall, that growth, evolution of the soul, occurs when we are awake, when we are alive as physical beings. Okay, so we are determining where we go from here. Okay, so be careful if you're prejudiced against something. Hang on, I'm going to take this because it'll keep ringing. Okay. Hello. Couldn't turn it off. Okay. Uh, Just hate when that happens. All right. every thought every action that we have and make sets into motion a cause there's a cause and effect universal law of cause and effect these causes have their effects these effects make up our lives for good or bad we are now have been and will go on making our lives from moment to moment sooner or later the causes set into motion by our thoughts and actions will produce effects which will rebound on us. And we will experience that as good karma or bad karma in the next incarnation cycle. Part of the experience is the evolutionary life. Evolutionary life is a gradual renunciation of the lower self for the sake of the higher self. In other words, we're trying to get rid of that lower self. Okay, We only want to dwell on our higher self. As a soul in incarnation, a high level of divinity has incarnated at a lower level of divinity. Okay, listen to that statement for a minute. As a soul in incarnation, a high level of divinity has incarnated at a lower level of divinity. And the journey to perfection is the evolutionary goal, okay? It is the gradual renunciation of these lower levels by embodying at these lower levels the higher self and that higher self becoming more and more what one essentially is as a soul. This is the true experience. The soul makes its journey through incarnation over 3000 incarnation life cycles and at the end of those cycles returns the life force energy back to the universal source. This return is akin to a drop containing the ocean, where the whole ocean is in the drop and the drop is in the ocean. Okay? It's not a foreign concept. In other words, the ocean is the drop and the drop is the ocean. This return adds to the creative experiences of the universal source. The path of return for the soul is the gradual release of itself from the limitations of the physical, astral, and mental planes. This is done by infusing its physical, emotional, and mental bodies with its energies and qualities. Two things are going on at the same time in this process. One is the gradual spiritualizing of the physical, emotional, and mental bodies by the soul. The other is the burdening of the physical, emotional, and mental bodies intentionally. In other words, we are forcing it to go through these experiences And through those experiences, understand what has happened to us, and then to take that evolution and determine that we are transforming from there. Uh, Let's see. And uh, this is intentionally by the soul to burn up ancient karma. Now, is the end of the incarnation for the true being? Uh, No. In other words, uh, it doesn't mean that just because they cleared that up, oh, you're out of here now, okay? You finish living out the experience. Like every experience, the being is given opportunities and agreements to be created in another time, space, and form, and the cycle begins again. Okay, there's you're never done learning, so get over that concept that you might be done. Knowing the truth about your past lives is the key to fully understanding your present incarnation cycle. Only when you know your past lives can you truly progress to a better life. Most past life transgressions involve either the core decisions an individual made or the transformation of memories from the fear created into powerful resources in the present incarnation cycle. So if we brought fears with us, they determine how we behave, how we act. Okay. Transgressions and past lives have the potential to collide with one another in one's current incarnation cycle as one goes about their daily activities. Okay? Uh, they're in your soul blueprint. They're not going to go away. So deal with them. There is one important thing which the incarnate must be aware of. And that is spiritual transgressions. The incarnate should know that the universe is running according to the universal laws and fixed laws of karma consequences. And it is governed by the divine power of the universal source. Transgression means going beyond or overstepping the universal laws that result in consequences. So if you're aware of a law, right, and you intentionally go against that law, you are transgressing against it. And in transgressing against it, you're going to get karmic debt. okay Okay. but you ask this can only happen if you have awareness of those universal laws that is very true however transgressions also deal with what is in the heart in other words you have uh, your heart conscious intent okay and that can be just as powerful as the awareness of the universal laws so if you are feeling your Filling your heart with bad karma then you are building transgressions in your soul the law of karma says that every action generates a force of energy that returns to us in like kind and so what we sow is what we reap okay and when we choose actions okay that bring happiness and success to others okay the fruit of our karma is happiness and success Likewise, when we choose actions that bring sorrow and pain to others, the fruit of that karma is spiritual transgressions and soul debt. Karma that creates transgressions and debt underpins the transmigration of the soul. Karma literally means action, but more often refers to the accumulated reactions to activities. Thus we talk of good karma and bad karma, which are stored reactions that gradually unfold to determine our unique destiny. The self-determination and accountability of that incarnate soul rest on its capacity for free will. In other words, we're making the determination whether it's going to be good or bad, okay? This is exercised only in the physical form, while in lower species forms, the soul makes or takes no moral decisions, but is instead bound by instinct, okay? Uh, So you know, like a dog, okay? Uh, A dog is not bound to that because in that state, okay, their decisions are based on whatever happens at that time, okay? And they aren't intentionally setting up to consciously do something bad, okay? Uh, Let's see, where did I leave off? Although all species of life are subject to the reactions of past activities, such karma is generated only while in the physical form. The physical incarnate life alone is the life of responsibility. The first thing we do is take a breath. Then we must give it back. This is the rhythm of life. So in other words, we take a breath. Can you hang on to it? Go ahead, try. Keep holding your breath. Can you hang on to it? Can you... And eventually you got to let it out got to go back okay so energy works exactly the same way along with everything else it's a cycle Uh, okay this is the rhythm of life this is the natural law of reciprocity where everything and everybody is affected you start by taking what you end up giving this is the law of cause and effect this unwritten law encompasses every action we perform This is the law of perfect justice. We always get the return of everything that we give. And that's very important. It starts with the seed of thought, which develops and grows over time through our feelings, attitude, words, actions, and relationships. And are those not the things that create our belief systems? You betcha. It finally settles into our souls as template of our traits, only to emerge again in the form of another thought. This is also true on the spiritual planes that for every action on the spiritual plane there is an equal and opposite reaction. This means that if happiness is given, happiness will be experienced in return, and if sorrow is given, sorrow will be experienced in equal measure. In other words, whatever emotions you cause another to experience must ultimately become your own experience. Understanding this makes you aware that each action causes a return. A consequence. Equally, events and their effects can only occur when there has been a corresponding cause. This means that whatever circumstances you are in at that moment, whoever or whatever is compelling you or repelling you, and whatever you are experiencing is the consequence of your own prior thoughts, decisions, and actions. Okay, that's what's important when I'm keep telling you. Everything you think, act, do, and say has an energetic cause and effect. Knowing this gives deep significance to concepts such as responsibility and justice. So if the past created the present,